And hello, hello everyone. Uh, this is probably a different start than you are used to, um, but we're going to have a very special interview today. Uh, I'm your host, Lazero, in case you don't know, and I'm joined today by Flash or Flash Force or Flash Force 4000. I'm not quite sure what I should call you. What should I call you? You kind of pick whichever one you want. A lot of people seem to go with Flash. No one really tends to go with the full thing, but you know, you pick your poison. Most people say Flash. Perfect, perfect. And uh, uh, we've... Um, I was joking last week, right? Because you know, you never know. I've, I've, I know I've set up interviews before, and not with you particularly, but with with other people, and then they fall through and all that. So I was joking about the return of Flash, uh, just because some of their community when we started this, uh, that's the username I was going by. Um, uh, but I'm actually curious why you chose Flash. What was your purpose of choosing Flash? Is it just Barry Allen, or is it something more? <laughs> actually, it has literally zero to do with the Flash that everybody knows from comics and whatnot. Um, I picked the name Flash Force 4000 because it started with Flash. I've always liked that like as a nickname. Um, I've been a gamer since I can remember. My parents were gamers. It just was bred into me to basically just continue playing video games. And um, mm-hmm. I thinking of different gamer tags, usernames, all this different stuff. And um, I had a couple coming up. And then as I was changing one uh, during the Xbox days, I was like, you know what, man? I've always liked that name Flash. But what can I nice. do with that? I was like, what do I do? You know? So I was like, okay, well, I can't, obviously it can't be the Flash. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's taken. That's fine. So I was I'm looking at different names and then I landed. I literally just landed one time on Flash Force. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, man. That's got some, that's, it's got a punch to it. A little sizzle. A little sizzle to it. And I was like, all right, all right, let's see. And I go to look it up. Man, it's taken. Come on. No. <laughs> so then I'm like, all right, well, I got a brainstorm. I like that name. What do I do? And that's what I just decided. Like, you know what? I'm going to bot it up. I'm going to add numbers to it. I don't care. There's no X's. It's fine. So Flash Force 4000 happened. It came out. Um, I questioned it for a little bit. And I was like, man, I don't know if I like the numbers on the end. That might be weird for branding. And I've even had people like, nah, it'd be empty without it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So here we are. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That's actually great because uh, uh, I was asking some of my, my co-hosts on the regular cast, you know, do you have any questions for him? Uh, and you know, in, in their spirit, I'm sure they're in their work day, you know, uh, not really caring too much. They said, uh, tell us what happened to flash force one, one to 3,999. That's, that's what they asked. That was <laughs> well, I can tell you what happened to, I can tell you where flash force 4,001 is. He's on TikTok apparently. And he jumps into <laughs> my live stream. So I don't know where the other ones went. Uh, we're not going to talk about them. Uh, but th- that one's after, you know, that, that was the one after. It's a three ninety nine, Right. You know, where are they? Yeah, they're, the, they're in a time before. It they're seems. the ones that have been demoed already. So like we're <laughs> moving past those. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> um, I actually, I have to say that uh, I, I don't know if it was at random that I found your Twitch stream. Perhaps someone liked it on Twitter as well. Um, but I, I remember you playing Sea of Thieves. I didn't even know if you oh, played man. Rocket League at that point, but you're playing Sea of Thieves. And I randomly hopped in and I'm like, this guy's just really cool. Like, just just chill, natural. Um, and I'm like, I have no idea what CFDs is, but I'm having a lot of fun. And and the one thing that I noticed immediately is how much you interact with the chat. Right. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure that that's, you know, harder and easier depending on, on, on viewer count. Because I feel when you have a smaller viewer count, you can get a little more intimate. And then when it becomes like, you know, I don't even know how you become intimate when you already have like you look at like Tim the Tapman. I, I don't even know. He, he doesn't know anyone. He probably knows his main mods name and his mod squad, but no one else. Like, you know what I mean? There's... Wait, first, we got to backpedal real quick. The first time you saw me on Twitch, I was playing Sea of Thieves. Yes. That is yes. so funny that you did not even walk in when I was playing Rocket League, which obviously is the game that I stream 
almost every single stream we're talking once in a blue moon i'm like you know what they're asking for a different game let's try something see if thieves happen one day and that's when you walked in (laughs) it wasn't one day because i think it was like a week there was like a week i don't know if you guys and your buddies i don't know how long ago this was at this point but randomly it was at least two days it was at least two days because i came back and it was still sea of thieves and that 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 really Hmm. surprised me you know what? Um, I remember what happened. Um, I was I was decided to stream it because people kept asking me about it. I was like, you know, I do like that game I played on Xbox. And then I was having technical issues that day one. So I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to come back again. I'm going to make sure that um, it's running a little bit more smoothly. And that's what happened. So, wow, I remember that. Dude, that was that was probably like, oh, geez, six months ago, probably. Yeah, yeah. And let's, let's talk about those six mo- months. I mean, sure. I feel like you have completely blown up in those last six months, relatively speaking, of course. Um, but, you know, compared to that stream, like, I feel like you have continued to grow. Um, and maybe the one thing that I want to say is, like, I, I know a lot of people may ask you this, right? But I think one thing that you really have a grasp of is, like, the social media aspect of, of, of marketing yourself. Yeah. You know, TikTok, you, I know you've, you've hopped on recently as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, I, you're constantly posting. Um, so I guess my, my biggest thing is, and I know there's a lot of aspiring to different degrees of commitment, uh, Twitch streamers, what would you say to them when it comes to kind of that marketing? How, how would you maybe advise them uh, to market themselves better for, for up and coming Twitch streamers, I guess? I would tell up and coming Twitch streamers that for you to grow, you need to grow for you to grow on Twitch. You need to grow outside of Twitch. So Mm. you are going to always grow more outside of Twitch than you will ever grow on. And I think when you bury that in your head, right from the get go, you'll understand that I need to place myself in as many places as I can comfortably. So when you see someone that is sort of like, like me, I just I don't know, like I, I put it in myself, like I need to be everywhere. So like I post every single place I can. But don't ever feel forced to just pick a couple and start and get comfortable. So one of the best places you could ever do it. Now, this is not something for everybody is YouTube. I mean, I'm just now starting to get more into YouTube and posting more, being more interactive, because that's, if you want to grow on Twitch, man, if you can get a YouTube going, that is going to explode your Twitch. Um, By nature, you're going to grow an audience, that audience you can push to Twitch. Hey, here's my videos and your videos in the description. Oh, by the way, I go live, blah, blah, blah. Um, A really good example of this is Rocket Sledge. So Sledge did such a good job at pushing his audience because obviously we all know who he is. He has grown on YouTube like to leaps and bounds. I mean, now, especially like I think his past um, seven videos have had over a hundred K like all crazy stuff. And um, he pushed all of his audience from there to Twitch. And immediately as he started streaming, he saw numbers and it's because of YouTube. So you look at these other platforms, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, it doesn't matter. I won't say Discord because Discord's more, I, you, you can't exactly <laughs> reach people. It's not like a searchable platform. Um, but these other ones like Twitter and things like that, if you are trying to grow on Twitch, you need to make sure that your audience knows who you are and possibly others outside of it. So mm-hmm. on Twitter, Twitter's a really, really good place. It's a relational platform. So it's a really good place for people to learn about you. People want to see what you're thinking about. They want to know what your thought process is. It's a great place for it. It's not just a, I like see my Twitch, look at my Twitch. I'm live. I'm live. I'm live. <laughs> Tell people who you are. I do. I see so many different, so many different profiles where it's literally nothing but going live posts. And like, I don't understand why I'm not growing. Like, well, 
I mean, let's start here. Um, Instagram's another one that's really good. I think there's sort of a, a certain niche market in there. Um, you either grow or you don't on that platform. Um, some people are really good with posting clips and growing that way. Others uh, use it differently, which I'm even about to swing differently with that, where they're posting literally personal life things. So mm. if somebody's asking you about questions about this or this, like, oh, if you go to my Instagram, like that's where I post all my house photos. Like that's where I do uh. this. My room tour is here, right? So you need to give people a reason to go to these other platforms or to go there in general. And then from there say, look, by the way, I stream, but without mm. shoving it down their throat. So <laughs> There is, there is sort of a, there is sort of a, a balance, you know, of this and that. Um, one that has been really, really good for me has been TikTok. Um, I've been extremely blessed that I've kind of just taken off on that platform. Um, we're like over 120k now, and we're growing every single day. Like I'm learning the algorithm, and like you said, with the whole like knowing socials thing. I don't just post on social media. I learn social media. I sit down and I actually research. I look at my analytics. Like you need to actually look into these things to understand what's working and what's not. Not post something and go, well, that was terrible. All right, whatever. Don't do that. Like use it as a learning experience. What happened? How do you grow from that? How do you make a better post? And it's the best thing you can do is you're an up and coming streamer is don't come into these platforms thinking you know everything. And don't come into it thinking that you already have the audience. You need to grow it. Take <laughs> your time. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely changed since uh, good old days of 2010 Blip TV. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> we're going back now. All right. Well, we're going way back. I, I once, <laughs> dude, 10, 10 years ago, I streamed like StarCraft 2. And I, I had like the worst quality. And I was <laughs> silver. I was a trash player. And I would get 20 viewers, right? right? How many new Twitch streamers would love to get 20 viewers off the bat, you know? And you know, I did that. It's, I'm yeah. so glad you just said that, though, because you, you brought up a really good point about that. And this, I, I go back to TikTok with it, but like people will complain about not getting viewership. And well, I don't get this many views or this and this. Like when you post on TikTok, you could post a video with no hashtags, with nothing, just a video about Rocket League, and you could possibly get seen a thousand times. Like, I'm sorry, but there's no other platform that does that. Exposure, like, yeah, of exposure. course. You've got to accept what like what comes at you. And yeah, Twitch today, anybody, oh yeah, any streamer that is 20 or less, if you tell them you want 20 viewers, oh, yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> uh, now, please, thank you. Yeah, exactly. But Twitch is a really hard platform. Um, they definitely cater. Oh yeah, they cater more to the already higher viewership streamers so if you're a lower one you've got to work hard to really get your numbers up and um it, it definitely is a grind um yeah i guess kind of speaking to that a little bit i think rocket league twitch streaming is really unique in that it's there's a lot of streamers with about like this 100 range you know what i mean yeah. which i don't see as much of per se in other in other games right and I don't know what I would attribute that to, but, um, you know, I'm used to, to like where it goes from, you know, you have your like thousand streamers and then it kind of goes into, into the hundreds, but it's, it seems for, for Rocket League, at least there's maybe two, three, I mean, pros will, will kind of hit higher, higher levels. Right. And then the next batch is kind of in that hundred, 200 range. So it's, it's very interesting to me. I don't know if you have any kind of thoughts on that. It is a really good point. Um if I were to go to Twitch even right now and go look at my sidebar and look at everyone I follow, it's a really good call. There's maybe a couple that are kind of trickled in between that like 
over a hundred close like a couple hundred and then boom you see people with like like squishy and stuff that are or, or musty that are pushing one two three four five k viewers um and it's really it's it's really hard to pinpoint what it could be because the amount of streamers that are playing rocket league at one time on twitch it's it's an abundance right it's an a lot it's an a it's a lot and especially when rocket league went free to play that obviously drew a lot of saturation to rocket league in general so a lot of people maybe they'd never streamed rocket league before never played it before game became free to play oh well i'm gonna start streaming that so Mm. obviously we saw a huge tick in the numbers for rocket league i mean if you were to look right now i think there's there's a million people online right now playing and I mean, that's been pretty consistent ever since. So to have a game have over a million players online at one time is insane. And for this, for as long as it's been going. And then you think about all of those players that watch Twitch. Mm-hmm. Or they were on like, uh, you know, obviously a lot of people like to rag on Epic and be like, well, there's a lot of Fortnite players that came over. You don't understand what good Epic has already done. Oh my, I sorry. I, I went on the ramp before, but I, if... Sorry, this this really frustrates me. It's like, are, are you kidding me? Like, are you? Listen, listen. Okay, listen. If you here here here's the only time this argument would even even begin to make sense. Okay, your community of 30, 30 year olds ish, right? You're playing. I don't know. Maybe it's Age of Empires, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get a batch of ten thousand kids that are all of a sudden playing. Okay, <laughs> maybe maybe that makes sense. Maybe it makes sense. It's like, well, it's not like our community was growing anyway. Ten thousand is just an addition of of younger kids that we don't want in our community. Maybe right. I can understand it. Um, millions of people being exposed to your game. If you're trying to grow the game and you want the game to succeed in the future, and you're saying, "Oh no, they're all Fortnite kids." Yeah. Let me tell you something. When people are playing Rocket League, okay, they're right. already around the age of thirteen anyway. So, sure. <laughs> yeah, it drives me nuts. I get that question. Um, I can't tell you how many times because I daily stream on TikTok um for exposure obviously and then um a twitch monday wednesday friday sunday i can't i can't name a stream that i had where someone didn't ask me if i liked or hated fortnite and i respond with the same way every time i'm like i don't hate fortnite i just don't play it i played it before it was a battle royale game and i just don't play it now like you played it before it was a battle royale game i played it when it first when fortnite first came out it was not a battle royale game it was a uh tower defense game so like you literally were just trying to survive right um and then it became a battle royale game so people don't really even know that because of when it blew up (laughs) obviously it was not that but yeah i didn't play it was a when it was a battle royale i've just never been a battle royale guy so i'm like i did i tried blackout with call of duty and stuff and i was like yeah it was cool because i liked call of duty back in the day but now people are like, oh, Fortnite this, Fortnite that. I'm like, why do you hate it? Oh, because there's kids. There's kids in Rocket League. What do you mean? <laughs> right? People are like, oh, it's so toxic. Like, look, when it comes to the toxicity, it doesn't matter. First of all, let's start there. It doesn't matter what game you go to, what community you're in. There's going to be toxicity. It is just oh, inevitable. Sorry, it's going to happen. I, I got to say, like, people say one game is more toxic than the other. Right? Lies. It's lies. Absolute it's, lies. It's just percentage based. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's perception. You more people, you're gonna have, like, actually, I don't think any game. There's like, like it's within one percent, maybe five percent. I'll give you five percent difference between every game per se of the population mm-hmm. base that's toxic or not. Right. Um, but it's always gonna be there. You know. <laughs> well, 
I've I've said it too recently a lot. Actually, I was thinking I was last stream talking about this where we were discussing toxicity and we were discussing about uh, positivity and things like that. And uh, there was a a bunch of people in the stream that were being super super nice, being super nice to me, and just being like, "Man, you're just so positive. You're always so uplifting. You're always looking to the bright side of things. Um, it's really nice to see." And that's when I kind of went into how I see Rocket League and I just I see these different areas and there is there's a level there's this area over here that is just straight toxicity there's this level over here that's rage there's a level over here that's like frat boys you know (laughs) there's literally every single genre you can think of is there like there's somewhere it's like toxic funny right like it just depends on what you want to find and there is there is a positive side there is a side that seems overly positive. And there's going to be people that say, oh, well, they're snowflakes. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. Like, you can say what you want. Like, I'm always trying to help people. I'm always looking at the bright side. I don't see the point in wasting my energy and being super negative and angry and mad. People are confused and they think that the anger and the toxicity is going to get them viewership. So they basically train themselves mm. to be toxic and in games type as fast as they can about how what a save you suck i can't believe you like that's i'm sorry you're all you're doing is you're building your channel like that so now guess what your chat is going to reflect <laughs> it and it's gonna be nothing but a bunch of toxic people inside of there well guess what i'm not playing that game so when someone comes into my chat that is toxic oh they stand out like a sore thumb and you'll see every person in my chat basically go at them and i tell them i'm like listen don't attack allow me like, do not go after them. <laughs> Allow me. I will talk to them. I had someone come into my chat and tell me I should, like, I, I don't know, like, how I can say things on here. But um, basically tell me I should go take my life. Uh, we'll we'll yes. say that. Yeah. So he told me that. My first response was, so why would you come into someone's chat and say that? And then that's when he proceeded to say some more angry things. And I was like, now, listen. There's no need for you. There's no need for that kind of toxicity. I don't understand what happened. I'm sorry for whatever happened to you, but just know that like, we're here to talk to people. We're not here to put people down. And like literally at the end of it, he just, I couldn't break through to him. So right at the end of that conversation, I said, well, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't help you, but I do know that I was able to help other streamers by keeping your toxicity out of their channels. <laughs> so this is a win in my book. <laughs> and it is because i don't think that some people are mature enough to be able to handle that kind of stuff and i'm sorry it's going to take a few more words than that to throw me over an edge oh 100 so 100%. toxicity in gaming toxicity in whatever it may be it is there you just have to learn how to adapt with it and if you're in rocket league he said mean things then turn off the in-game chat put it on like quick chat only but he said what a save then just don't look <laughs> there's ways around it man you just need to like look at it as a joke laugh who cares it's a game 100 i think there's a weird thing with rocket league where the reason chat is left on a lot of time is because you want some of that i guess community aspect of it yes. you want to know that you're playing with other people um and maybe that's really where you know finding people that you can play you know regularly you know whatever it is in rocket league friends um you know, or random people that you find that are that are positive and finding them instead of maybe using the chat room. For oh, that well, I mean, let me be 100% honest. Like, I leave my in-game chat on sometimes because I just, oh, I inevitably, okay. I don't realize it, but, like, I'll go for demos a little bit excessively. I don't know. Maybe I'm <laughs> hanging around Sledge and them too much. But <laughs> I, I'll go for demos and I'm, like, looking at the chat like, all right, are they going to be, like, that's okay, that's good? Or are they going to say something really toxic? And when I see something super toxic, I'm like, all right, I'm doing a good job. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there's almost a mini-game in this right. game, where right. when you have a toxic person, if you can either best them in the game or <laughs> somehow like rebound their toxicity back at them without right. 
actually just, you know, there's a difference between I've been sucked in and now we're just yelling at each other and <laughs> being very clever with what you say and bouncing it back at them. So there, it's almost like a mini game where you're oh, like, with hey, every time, oh, every time. Oh, you're the worst. Blah, blah, blah. That's a very interesting opinion you have. Like, I, I, you know, I'll say something like that. I don't know. I'm just like, all right, what else can I say that would trigger them that would just make me sound really nice? <laughs> it when is you the said, game. Uh, I think we did a, this was a while ago. This is a random podcast ago, but we did a, we did a, usually at the end of the podcast, I'll say some random thing like, like, you know, like um, go, uh, you know, say, you know, do something nice for someone this week or something like, something like that. Right. Sure. So one week I was like, all right, every time you, you have toxicity, I want you to compliment their mother. Okay. In, in the best <laughs> way possible. And just continue. You don't stop. Whatever they say, you continue to compliment them, their family, and you continue and see if they're going to continue to trash you. That's good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I could, now I'm going to have to go do that the next time I'm in game. They're going to be like, oh, you were listening to the podcast, weren't you? <laughs> uh, that's. I mean, listen, that's a tough call. No, that, was, that was about a year ago. <laughs> uh i what i will say as well the one thing that i did really want to ask um is i talked a little bit about the streaming numbers with rocket league but specifically making content for rocket league i think there is some unique challenges uh and like difficulties that are not they're not quite the same as other games that i've seen um and do you have any that maybe really frustrate you when you when you're trying to stream or you're trying to uh maybe maybe create uh youtube content or what have you uh, that frustrated about the game specifically, um, maybe the style it is or, or what have you. I think the frustration for me when it comes to whether it be streaming or YouTube is I always tell myself that I want to be unique mm. and that I want to do something different. And I'm, I'm sure that that's everyone, every streamer, every YouTuber, but then you really kind of get it through your head that you, you don't have to, you're not recreating the wheel. Like it's, mm -hmm. you make what you want to make. And especially when you're someone starting out, like, especially on YouTube, like me, um, I only have so many videos. So like, at this point, I just need to put out content. It doesn't yeah. need to be the most polished thing because I'm not expecting to get a couple million views off of a, a video. Um, streaming. Streaming is a little bit different in the sense that I don't like when people just sit down, turn on Rocket League, hit go live and just go. And with zero plan. I'm not a fan of that. Now, yes, some people can do that. That's absolutely fine. I think there's some established people that can do that, especially like pros and things like that. that they, pros, can, yeah. they just, they're going to play. They're going to be amazing. And people are there to watch that. That is fine. But if you're there to make content, you need to have some sort of a plan, whatever that may be. And like, I will literally plan out different things where I'll have a guess the rank stream. So then people are able to go, they'll see the voting on the screen and they can vote for what rank they think this replay was. Um, you need to have different ideas to keep it interesting for your audience. Now, when it comes to creating the content on top of that, it's just, it's accepting that it's like I just said, it's accepting the fact that it's not going to be as different as you think it's going to be. Mm. You need to get comfortable with whatever you enjoy. And like for me, I really obviously enjoy air dribbling. So that's something I do. I don't do it all the time, but I do it occasionally where I'll have an air dribble stream and then people will come in. I can still interact with my chat and we can talk while I'm doing it. They can ask questions, but it's just chill, lo-fi vibes, just hanging out. And then the next stream, boom, it's my community night. I do community night every single Monday. Like I've set an expectation for my audience. They know if I show up to the stream on Monday, it's community games. I have a chance mm -hmm. to come in there and play. Um, I never look at it as a like, oh, people are looking forward to playing with me thing. That's, I guess that's just my mentality. I look at it as 
it's a chance for them to come play with the community that we have. So the like my community, the flash mob, um, like we have a discord and all that. And there's a lot of people in there. My my thought is, yes, they get a chance to play with them because it, we're all busy. You know, we have stuff going on. It's not like we can just hop in the discord every single night and play games together. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. But that that is a dedicated time where I'm like, I know I get to hang out with my peoples. We get to play some games and just chill. And it's great. And then when it comes to these other days, set a precedence, like make some sort of a plan, whatever it may be. Try and do it early in the week. Don't wait till literally an hour before your stream and sit down at your PC and go, well, <laughs> I guess I could do a tournament today. Like, it's, which is, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Don't get me wrong. I do tournaments. Just, just, no, 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 just get, hold on. I want, I now that you've mentioned tournaments, I do want to take, get your take. What sure. do you think about tournament only streamers okay and particularly there's a case and i I don't i don't have any names for you okay but uh, they um where they'll it's just like there's 20 tournaments going on and all the tournaments have their twitch name and all they're doing is just cycling through brackets in in the tournaments what do you think of those streamers now it's so funny you say that because i feel like (laughs) i i kind of feel like i know no 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 no, no. i'm not gonna say a name i'm i'm not gonna say a name but I feel like I know someone you're, you may be talking about. Um, and can I, hold on, let me ask this. Are we talking like they create like a ton of tournaments? They might play in one of them, maybe. But other than that, the tournaments are just created and that's it. And they just move on with the stream, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about they create the tournaments and then their whole stream is them just going through brackets. Wait, <laughs> wait okay. Now we're in different, I, I think we're on different sides of the story now. So they literally 100%. just go through brackets. Like, and what do they do? Do they talk about, like, do they go yeah, this guy's doing to well watch here. the games? It's almost like an ESPN cast. I don't know. <laughs> now that's, I don't know. That's a little excessive in my opinion. I, you're obviously, you're obviously itching for viewers right there. If you're making like 10, 15 different tournaments and you're trying to, trying to watch them all or trying to cast them all or not even that just looking at the brackets but i i, I feel, feel like, like if you're casting it's already like at least you're casting right well if it's <laughs> not like a planned day where you have like a tournament or two right where you can really dedicate your time i think this goes along the lines of rather than doing one thing really well you're doing 10 things kind of okay that's mm. my take on that which i I wouldn't do if someone else can do it successfully. Great for them. That's awesome. I don't know how someone could possibly start 15 tournaments and then try and cover them all at the same time comfortably without even doing any cuts to somebody else. Like, no, it's you. You're just literally going bracket to bracket to bracket to bracket. You know? Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, but now now that you mention it, I know you were talking about a, another specific situation. I kind of want to get your take on that one, where you're saying they, they just put up the tournaments. And then how, how exactly, what was your situation, I guess, is what I want to so know. So what I was thinking of was where it's they make a bunch of tournaments and have the Twitch name and then literally play in the one which is their region. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like... The, what maybe watch a little not, not even watch really any of the tournaments play in the one and then when they get knocked out just go play another game like go play ranked or something like that and literally what that's doing is it's just people see the twitch name they come to your stream they expect to see somebody like casting a tournament or whatever it may be, or not even casting just at least watching right and yeah. then when the person says something in chat about like oh why aren't you watching this and then they're like well i don't want to it's like well all right, I guess I'm leaving now. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's, I know some people that do it. Um, 
like I have a friend that does that and like I'm I'm not the biggest fan of it just because I think it puts like a sour note in the people's mouths like, like, it's exposure but it's not exposure that's actually going to keep yeah it's there, not the right? exposure you want right it's I think it's okay to do a public tourney like that's a really great way to get new people in your stream because if you're doing a public tourney like if if you're a new streamer and you want to do tournaments and you want to put your twitch name in one that's awesome it is a really cool way I've met some really awesome people doing that and you get to watch the tourney you can cast like you don't have to be an amazing caster you don't have to be an indie gaming league caster to do these you can just talk about what you see oh that was an amazing shot right and it's a really great way to bring those new people in because they see the twitch name they see you they're like oh they're interactive they like to talk to the community i love it i want to be here for that so I think there's good ways and bad ways of doing it. That could obviously be perspective, but I think a lot of people would share that same perspective. Just 100%. do do one thing really well. Don't do 15 things somewhat okay. <laughs> that's that's some great advice. It's uh, <laughs> old here. man advice for you. Old man advice, of course, of course, right. the best kind. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say, um, I guess one one last question, maybe for you, because because I know. I know the allotted time we've we've uh, we're, we're we're creeping up on it. <laughs> you're fine, um, man. Uh, I will say, you know, in, in you know, man, you're already. I can tell that you have like so much, man. Like you could go like a four hour podcast, you know, no problem, and just keep talking the whole time. I already feel that. Energy. Oh yeah, I could. maybe not. Maybe at like three and a half, you'll be like a little tired. We'll <laughs> no, see. That, no, see, that's but, when the G fuel kicks in. <laughs> the G fuel. There it is. There you it start is. Chugging. That's right. <laughs> nice, nice. Um. <laughs> No, I'll say uh, what I want to ask as well is, is how do you how long are your streams usually? Right. Because this is one thing that I've thought about, um, not not because particularly I'm streaming, but I'll see a lot of streamers. Right. And sometimes they go for quantity over quality. Um, sometimes they'll they'll, you know, they'll be all over the place with their time. How how long do you usually, you know, if you sit down and you have a stream, how long do you usually aim to have it um, and keep it entertaining, honestly? Through, through that link sure sure so my streams like right now i've um one of the first things that i did when i started streaming seriously like doing it consistently was actually making a schedule so um it's changed a little here or there um when covid happened i streamed more because i was cut hours of work which that's when like going back to when you were talking about um stream like ups and downs and things like that like that when i first applied for partner um it was then so COVID hit and my numbers went up because people were home. I was streaming yeah. more. So I was able to stream Monday through Friday and actually catch more audience. And um, once COVID stopped, I went back to full time working 50 hours a week. Like I, my numbers went down and it was respectfully. So it's not like I didn't cut myself down and say, oh, I'm doing something terribly wrong. It's just it wasn't that it was that my streams were cut down. I wasn't doing that as much. I had to put more concentration back into work. So obviously things happen but now we are coming back up so like i remember it was probably a few months ago i told my wife i said hun like i need to add another stream day i'm doing three three days a week i was doing monday wednesday friday i said i need mm -hmm. to add one that can somewhat catch an eu crowd um because i had a lot of people that were there from that so that's when i added sunday so monday wednesday friday i stream from 8 30 p.m to roughly 11 30 or midnight if it's crazy or something whatever's happening we just keep going so depending yeah. it's roughly roughly about three to four hours um mm -hmm. and then on sunday i stream one to four so that's three hours could i go longer i absolutely could but i know my limits and i know hey i've got to work the next day i've got to do this maybe when i'm done my stream i have to talk to a few people and then i have to edit something or do this so i know my boundaries um when it comes to streaming 
you said like in quantity over quality sometimes yeah. i think there are streamers that are really good at doing both so they can stream long extended periods of time all the time um i think a really good example of this would definitely have to be widow um yeah right now by the way she got a community shot of my she got so. the community spotlight for way to go for rocket league which is amazing because they have a they haven't done one in a while and b i mean b just to see i don't know like there was something different like i remember watching her as she was growing as a streamer like to see her get it it's just it's insane dude it's such a cool thing to see because she's definitely deserved it. she had like the 365 day challenge she, yeah she's, she's on like she's on like day 330 something i think oh um she's almost there yeah it's through sickness through everything i think she had a surgery at some point yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I, right I, I, like I, she's I, done it every single time and she goes we're talking 10 hour streams we're and like we're talking some days 12 depending what it is every single like she's obviously not doing 10 hours 12 hours every single day but she's streaming every single day and that's obviously quantity but she's also bringing a good stream and she's bringing quality so like during that entire extended period of time there's no like downtime where it's like well this is boring or oh she's not even doing anything she's just sitting there to like save her energy no it's high energy from the minute she starts to the second that she ends and the reason that is is because she gets a drive from the community like she gets mm. a push from that and that's i get that feeling like i get i am way more energetic than i on stream than i will ever be off and that's because the community driving me to do more so mm. i think you just need to test it out try it out do your balance figure out what works for you don't push yourself too far but enjoy yourself. So try out a three, four hour stream. If you feel like that was nothing, do another three or four and like keep trying that. And then if you want to do longer, that's fine. But I think a good comfort zone for most people when it comes to streaming is like a good four or five hours. Um, hers is a different situation, obviously. Well, I feel I feel with hers, it's the expectation is is people who tune in, they know it's always there and they're tuning in for for a shorter period of time. I almost feel like you're just right. tuning in through different parts of the day, right? Right, As right. Depending, to... I mean, there are people that are there for the long haul, <laughs> but I, th I think with, during with, the whole work, <laughs> <laughs> right? But with hers, I, I think with hers, the way she was able to make it so successful um, with what she has done is that she has expanded so much um, throughout the community. Like when she became teamed up with space station gaming and like she's been growing everywhere on social media i know we're like oh, yeah. like sticking to widow here but like she's just a really good example um of somebody that can make that happen and make it work where for most like that's why i was saying most people four to five hours is a good time frame for some some can make it work way past that um i know a streamer named stallion who's amazing i look up to him he streams eight hours a day and he does a really good job he's another one a marathon streamer that can just go for long extended periods of time and just loves it to death and wants to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And they would keep going if they wouldn't like pass out on stream. So <laughs> there's people like that that can make that work. Um, could I see myself doing that one day? I, mean, I don't know. If, um, you're, if you're not doing full time, then maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, well, there's no way. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm working full time now as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I think. I, I imagine, okay, if 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 I if I like dedicate myself to something like this, I could probably do you know the eight hours a day. But 
I would not be able to do anything else. Like I, I, I know who I am as a person, right? Right. And I'm a type of person that like I'm on when I have to be on. But as soon as that stream is done in eight hours, I would pass out and I would that would be my life, you know? Same. It'd be an eight hour stream and I would just fall asleep and nothing else would get done. So <laughs> that's that's I guess that's where the mentality is different, man. Cause like in my head, I'm thinking if I did an eight hour, when I'm done that eight hour, I'd figure out what I need to do for YouTube. I'd go back, look at my mm. clips, grab my clips, edit them for the other social media. Like I have my basic agenda. I mean, that's that why I do. you're doing it, dude. <laughs> well, just being consistent, man, trying to be consistent and being uh, everywhere. It's obviously a little bit harder when working 50 hours a week and I have three kids and I'm moving into a new house in a month and like and that makes it more impressive (laughs) it's just i i hope anytime i ever say that my hope is that somebody that really loves content Mm. creation does not think like that they can't do it basically they don't think it's impossible because they're busy like it's just you need to have you need to have a certain type of drive to want to do this and i just the reason i work so hard on everything that i do when it comes to my family and when it comes to content and when it comes to my job is because i love all of it and I want it all to work. And I can't picture losing any of them. So I'm going to work extremely hard, lose tons of sleep and get done whatever it is that I need to get done. I spend my lunch breaks at work. One day I will spend my lunch break, eat my food as quickly as I can and go live on TikTok and talk to them for like an hour. The other time I will finish my food as fast as I can. And I'll spend that time editing things for social media. So like you just need to find ways to make it work for you. 100%. Yeah. That's great advice. I can I sneak in one more topic? Of course you now, can. Now of I thought of it. Okay. Well, the, the wife is home now. Like the whole the whole reason for the possible rush was because she wasn't home, and I had someone else okay. watching the kiddos for me for a little bit. She's home. Okay. We're good. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak in one more here. Sure. Um, and this is a tough one, but uh, this is always something that I've thought about, and and I know naturally as you're creating content, whatever the form is, right? YouTube, Twitch, the podcasting, even. Um, you get better as you do it, right? Right. But I think there are certain people that have an expectation, like let's just say for Twitch streaming, right? That I'm just going to Twitch stream for eight hours a day and that in itself entitles or people are going to like and be entertained by what I do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think exa- this is something exactly we don't what talk- you mean. This is something we don't talk about often, but I kind of want to get your take on it because I think there's certain people where I'm like, you're not very entertaining like you may have it's not that you can't be entertaining it's just like currently you're streaming eight hours a day you know five days a week but it you know there's one or two people there and the two people there don't want to stick around because they're not entertained so and it's very harsh for me to say i feel but but do you understand what i'm trying to be honest Um, yeah i that's the best way to word this this is a tough one i'm sorry putting it in spot here no you're fine i've touched on this before um I do not think that everyone that streams can be a successful streamer. Mm. Um, I think that some people get this into their head that if you work hard enough, you can do it. That mentality of, well, if I work hard, really hard every day, I can make anything happen. And I am not someone that believes in that. I think there are certain things that you are just not going to be good at. You know what I can't do? I cannot be a professional basketball player. It does not matter how long I train. It doesn't matter. My jump is not going to get any higher. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. There's just certain things you need to accept the fact that it just does not work. Now, I, I think you have to be very careful with that because yes, a lot of, 
a lot of dedication, a lot of work can make you better, but you need to know where to work. And just grinding the same thing over and over again is not the way to do it. There are some amazing comics and amazing actors. And what they've done is they've gone through such a grind and done improv and these other things to make themselves better at what they do. Like Kit Boga, um, if you know who he is, um, streamer, he's amazing. Um, huge YouTuber, because what he does is he does like scamming. Basically, he catches scammers and he stops them. So That's like amazing. people, those people that will like say you have a virus, you need to call and do this and you know it's fake. He calls them because he wants to catch them in the act. Um, but during his streams, they're so entertaining because he puts on such a good show and it's because he's done these acting classes and these other things to make himself better make himself more comfortable to where he can be better i think there are people that don't see that and think that they can just hit go live stream a game don't talk to anybody hit stop and go well getting better like but are you like what exactly are you doing to get better what are you working like if someone were to ask someone that's been grinding streaming for four years, that's been streaming to three people for those four years, what are you doing to grow your audience? Like, oh, why uh, my audience isn't getting bigger. Are you on other social media? Well, no. Oh, okay. Well, there's number one. Um, how often do you talk to your chat during stream? Well, I don't even have the chat up because <laughs> no one's usually there. So you're missing now interaction of people. Um, when I go to raid some people, so like I, when I go to rate, I always rate at the end of my stream and yeah. every single time I, I kind of have a rotation of how I raid. So like one time I'll pick somebody completely new, brand new. I've never seen before that has maybe a lower viewership. The next time I'll rate a friend and that could be anybody lower, higher. And then the third time I'll raid someone that um, inspires me or that, you know, motivates me, someone I look up to. So I kind of go through this rotation. Um, and when I find somebody that is of lower viewership that maybe has, I always try, I always do low to high view on Twitch and I go from there and I look for a camera and I look to see what gameplay they have. And I'm like, okay, I'll type in their chat and I'll wait patiently because they might not be used to having people in chat and you have to respect that. Hmm. So don't go in there and thinking like, well, they're not reading my message. I'm out. This is stupid, which a lot of people I'm sure do. So I will literally sit there and wait. And then all of a sudden I'll see their face look over at their chat and they'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? But good enough for me. Sounds good. Let's go. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's just, it, you know, it is thinking about all the people that do think that they can just get where they want to go by working really, really hard. You don't want to demotivate people by telling them, well, that's wrong. You can't do that because we don't know for, for certain if somebody can or can't. But I think you need to know your limits. When I went to college, like I went to college on the acting track. So like I wanted to be a professional actor. That was my goal, which I don't think a lot of people know, really. I mean, I don't bring that up all the time. But I knew in the midst of being there, uh, like three fourths through the first year on campus, I was like, you know, this isn't for me. I'm not going to be a professional actor. What am I doing? Like, I the amount of success for acting like that is like 0.5% or something stupid. Like, all right, well, I need to be very realistic with my life here. I don't think that's going to work. So I'm going back. Cause like when I was younger, I did a lot of theater and then like musical theater. And like I said, the acting stuff and I loved it. It was really fun, but that's what made me realize what I actually loved about it. And it was the, the theatrics when it comes to film and cinema, that's what I loved. And that's what I do now is I'm a cinematographer and an editor. That's my job. So 
you need to realize what you want and make it realistic. Yes, go for the sky. You shoot for the clouds. But don't shoot too far. Like there do, there does have to be a bit of realistic expectation. Um, yeah, I, I, I never like, and it's such a hard thing to talk about because like, you never want to tell someone to not go for their dream, but you do want to tell somebody like, but be safe. Like, I'm not going to stop my, I'm not going to quit my job and do content full time, knowing that I could possibly risk losing my house and basically like putting my family, my children on the street. Like I'm realistic. (laughs) I know you have. You have responsibilities yeah, as well. Right. Like it's, it's so easy to say, like, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's why in some ways, like, you, you want to encourage, I guess, people to, to really start when they are younger, right? Yeah, um, of course. Because they, they have the ability to fail before the responsibilities of life really hit them. And I mean, and that's usually why they do succeed, right? And whether that is, you know, maybe pros in, in the game or sure. uh, even, um, I don't know, like Zeke right now in YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think he just graduated grade 12, right? And that's almost the perfect time to have a YouTube channel that's starting to, to blow up. Right. Cause it's like you, you, you probably don't know what you want to do with your life yet, but this thing's working. So let me work at this for now. Right. Yeah. It's a great um, age for it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that kind of graduation uh, or post university perhaps when you're still kind of job hunting. Well, it gives um, me hope whenever I see that there are <laughs> older people getting stuff done. When I see someone that's a bit older, I'm like, all right, there's still hope for me. I'm not completely lost yet. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting too, right? Uh, right. I don't, I don't know if you ever... Okay, this... Let's go. Uh, have you ever heard of the band uh, NSP? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say their actual name. What, um, have I ever heard of the band what? NSP. Their NSP. comedy rock band. They're, do you know Game Grumps? Have you ever heard of Game Grumps? No. No? Okay. No. I'm losing you. I'm losing you. Okay, wait. Point being, NSP... So I think I know I think I know what that stands for. Okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> and I know why you can't probably, say it. Yes, yes. Because um, perhaps there'll be ads on this. this sure. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, but what I will say is it's interesting because they blew up when the guy turned like 35, right? Like he spent all this time kind of not knowing where his life is going to go. And then he's like, no, now I'm touring as on, in this comedy rock band at the age of like, 30 something right and i think right. that's really cool. uh because because sometimes i don't know i think i think there's definitely <laughs> well another great quote was like there was like uh this is a random story but some a lady was playing piano like in, in um just uh in a mall or something and she's like nine years old right and they're like oh my goodness you're so amazing right uh and then she's like well i started playing piano when i was 60 and they're like whoa that's crazy right she's 90 right. now and then she's like yeah, but if you think about it, I've spent more time playing piano than a lot of the professionals that currently play piano, right? Right, because they're uh, only how old? Exactly. They're, 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 they may be, what, 25, 30? Exactly, right? yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. I'm going to end it here. Uh, I think we could keep going forever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, to be fair to Next your episode. time... <laughs> Next episode. Next episode is actually episode 100, <laughs> which we're doing a live stream for. So that'll be fun. That'll be awesome. Uh, but uh, but I will say, um, you know, definitely in the future, I this has to happen again. Perhaps with the whole cast. Uh, perhaps not. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep you to myself. You know, you'll be, you'll be <laughs> selfish. Uh, so selfish. Selfish. No, dude, um, that would be so much fun. It would be really cool to uh, sit down again and have some more talks about maybe some things that are going on and just you know hype up the discussion. Yeah, that'd be really cool. 
hundred percent. All right, thank you so much. Uh, as always, you can catch uh, Flash on Twitch. Uh, I'll have the link in the, the, the description below. I just don't want to say it right wrong right now. It is Flash Force Four Thousand, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, because because this is this is another thing with your with your extended number, right? Like on some social medias, do you have it different or is it no. all four thousand? No, it Perfect. is, and I I gripe on that. Um, when it comes to people, when they're like, they come into the chat and they're like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" and their name is, you know, uh, their name is it's Dolores, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Dolores? How you doing?" They're like, "Oh, sorry, my name is Ninja Foot over on TikTok." I'm like, "How do you expect me to know who you are? Like, I'm sorry, but come on, dude, just have the same name." So no, same name every single platform: Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, all that stuff. The only thing is different would be obviously Discord, Flash Mob. So nice yeah. nice nice amazing easy. amazing the link will be in the description below uh, i'm sure we'll we'll shout you out on twitter as well uh for what it's worth um <laughs> regardless uh thank you so much i mean this is great uh last week i joked you know uh, that flash would return and flash indeed returned uh in in the, my joke was that oh actually I, I guess i explained this at the beginning of the show but it's like even if you didn't show up i would just like pretend to be a former self like a former name like I'd, I'd make it a bit out of it i was ready you know i'm just glad i could make you an honest man and basically <laughs> they think that you can tell the future so that's what this uh, means yes yes i mean now people are gonna go back to the last episode and have to catch my hint you know what i mean it's like it's like in a movie when you give like a little crumb you know also little, we're gonna like tarantino part. it so they're gonna catch this and have to go back and watch the whole rest oh of the yes part. they will oh yes they will um <laughs> anyway uh thank you so much and uh for those of you yeah catch him on his Twitch channel um for people who are going to continue to listen to the rest of the show i'm probably gonna step in in three you know should i count it down like from five four three two one and I then would, i'm gonna I step do it in, i would do cut it. it okay don't do it I, I would do it i would do it i would do it okay so uh you're gonna hear me introduce the show as if it's the beginning of the show in five four three two one Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rockley Podcast. Uh, that's right. These two might not know it, but there was just a cu- countdown from, and we just transitioned smoothly from the interview to this cast. That's what happened. We're so excited. <laughs> We're so good. We're so good. We're so um, good. I'd also, also, since you guys have not heard anything uh, about what happened uh, in the interview, uh, I'm going to give you the cliff notes. Okay. Thank you. Um, they call uh, flash call both of you trash. True. Fair. Um, <laughs> And by flash, I mean myself. Of course. Uh, so, <laughs> who else? <laughs> no, no. There, I, I alluded to it. You know, I alluded to it last week. Uh, I said Flash would return in some incarnation. In this particular case, it was Flash Four, Flash Force Four Thousand. Um, which I guess, if you say it many times in a row, becomes very difficult because you're using the same kind of a tongue twister. Yes, that's the, the word I'm trying to look gets for. You, yep. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Okay, good, good. This is perfect because I need I need you guys to keep keep me going. Um, this you know what's not going to happen. We always get tangents. <laughs> yeah, this is a surprising week because uh, Relentless is a little quieter, but Wabbis is a little older. <laughs> Wait, did you say older or louder? <laughs> yes. Today. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. There, Relentless caught up. Nice. Okay. Um, I, this, this might be the greatest goose that I've made. Uh, and I think they're Freudian in slips. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know I don't know what that says about you, Wabbits. I'm old. I accept it. It's, it's happened. Well, I don't know. You can't say it that way. It's more, what do I think of you? You know, maybe that's what I'm slipping. Uh, 
speaking of, I guess, slipping some presents underneath your Christmas tree. I don't know how I was going to do it. Oh, that's uh, but we we have the item sh- item shop, uh, you know, ready for business. People wanted it. I, I kept saying no, um, but my heart was just telling me. Uh, no, we, we have... Uh, We've, we're gonna probably link it in here. It's on our website as always. We have a new merch section, um, so we can you can go check that out. Uh, Champion Company uh, t-shirts and sweaters, and there is a mug. So you know you can you can choose what you will, and hope I hopefully you enjoy them. Uh, on top of that, we have our Patreon. We have some new patrons. Guess what? I figured out uh, way too late, and now I feel really bad for rabbits. What? Princess Wildcat is still a Patreon. Oh my goodness, a really? A patron. I, we have never met Princess Wildcat, um, but they have been a patron for forever. This, this makes almost, me so happy. <laughs> they're they're like the uh, Sting, I guess, from like pro wrestling. You know, they're like this <laughs> this character shady in the background. We don't we like they're there. You know their presence. You can feel their presence, but they don't say anything. It's so it's there the, the wrestler meme of the ASAP Weekly Rock League podcast. It's just vibing, smiling right there. We're happy. Princess Wildcat is watching, dead face, always there, never, never ignoring. Perhaps, in fact, that. it was another Freudian slip of me saying they were no longer a patron. That was the reason, okay? The real reason was me trying to lure them out. Maybe that was it. I'm giving them a reason to be mad, and perhaps they will they will finally so, show some emotion and show some. Uh, I don't know. Finally, let, yell at the zero like they've always wanted to. Like, like, they, I've like everybody to. wants to, but you know, Princess Wildcat as the shadowy figure will be the first one to do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't talk about Nikki. amazing. Uh, what we're talking about? I think everybody wants to yell at me from time to time. I'm sure there's people, dude. Probably. Yep. Wabbit, Wabbit's is like probably you know keeping it open. Relentless is like, dude, it's me. That's the whole reason I've been trying to get on this show (laughs) to yell at you. It's the entire purpose of my being is to make sure that you know that we as a community collectively want to yell at you. Amazing, amazing. Uh, Speaking of yelling at. this we had our ASAP weekly monthly throwdown thingamajigger. Uh I, I, I don't like know why name. I called it that. I like that name. Um that's the official uh, name for next month's Relentless did yell at me at my bad casting, uh my non-looking casting, and my omission of Smith Smith's Smithsel von Krum from uh the cast. I just you know, it was the it was the not allowed word and I just never said it. Um but we had our tournament, the two's blind draw. How do how do you feel it went, Relentless? Uh, I think overall, outside of one major hiccup, um, went pretty well. The major hiccup being Messi was nowhere to be found. Apparently, that was the first time he had slept in five days, and he decided that that hour and a half window was when it was going to happen. So, um, Lazero had to step in and be makeshift Messi, and uh, we'll get into that shortly. But overall, I think it went really well. What I liked about it was you know, kind of the surprise of like, who are the teams going to be all the way up until the very end. And then it's like, Oh, it just happened. And then people are like, yeah, we got one game of practice in and then we just jumped into it. So I think it was a lot of fun. I enjoy some of those just show up and make it happen type of things. A hundred percent. Yes. Let, I'll, I guess I'll get into my, my saga, but saga, saga, um, data, data, 
so it also proved to be the best storyline i think we could have it was the perfect it was the perfect rocky story you know maybe not rocky specifically but it was a perfect ending to a story um so myself and mudpip which in twos i think were like d2 d3 and gold three respectively um and we were up against a gc and and jwise uh so <laughs> we're diamond two and a gold respectively who gets the gc and jwise whatever he <laughs> happens to be whatever his existence allows him to be <laughs> he's like a plat three or a diamond one i think i think this in twos i don't know why he's in twos um but he's he's better than mud pip right that you can oh, i think we can wow. fate to say right but it it turned into perhaps the best series that that with a lot of close calls but it went all the way to game three score tied three three and we went to overtime i played i scored some ceiling shots dude i was playing out of my mind um and maybe it's 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 the it's the old adage of uh flux i believe it was was playing down to our level and i was playing up to what i believed he'd be playing at Mm -hmm. and so it was kind of funny because flux definitely game two took it a little easier like you could tell because they won the first one so easily took a little easier but then when we took the lead, like his try hard mode, like turned on. Um, unfortunately, though, like it's a lot easier to keep a lead. You know what I mean? True. Then 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 if you're a worse team and you're behind, it's a lot harder to score. But if you're a worse team and you're ahead, then then there's a better chance you can at least keep that lead. And so we were able to do so uh, and get to that game number three uh, where we lost, unfortunately, in overtime. But I think it was the perfect ending because it showed that myself and Mud Pit did more than anyone expected of us, uh, but the better team won in the end. You know, it was, it was a very fair trade, I feel. I don't know if Wabbits has any reaction to that. You guys are amazing. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> well, and then, uh, and, and so after after Lazero failed at that, um, <laughs> we had in the lower half of the bracket, not, not the lower bracket, just the, the bottom half of the bracket, we had the Aussie battle, which was... Uh, Tim Chewbarker and Paint versus Smithsel Von Crum and Ty Swoogles. And I was actually really surprised at how wholesome it was. There was no toxicity, and I was just really disappointed the entire time. Because um, the Aussies usually are... Uh, I, 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 was ex- I was expecting some some quick check toxicity. Like that was, but that I was- think in some ways, since it was the Aussies playing against each other, that was the most toxic thing they could have done. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Was play against each other when I made no. That was toxic towards me. That's what they did. They just were toxic (laughs) towards me by not being toxic towards each other. And so, I mean, in the end, whoever won, whoever lost, still won because they both were toxic towards me. Um, Uh, I thought thought you were about to bring out the best line in all of uh, TV. Um, It was about the friends we made along the way, but good of you to, 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 you know, stick away from the tropes. We didn't make any friends. We just didn't lose any, which was also a bummer. Um, (laughs) So. uh, (laughs) Wait a second. Keep going. Don't explain it. Keep going. All right. So, um, so Smits and Ty Sugles won that. And then they were facing off against allies and Scotto in the lower semifinals. And then our, uh, the bottom half semifinals. And then um, Vance and Bruno were playing against Flux and JYs in the upper semifinals. Vance and Bruno go on. 
Smith and Ty go on. Smith and Ty take it to game five. And uh, and that one, that one was a close one. That was your no-look casting for game five of that. And then you decided to actually join for the grand finals. And so grand finals, Vance and Bruno versus Smith and Ty. And it was a sweep in favor of Vance and Bruno, who were just, just super dominant. They found their chemistry along the way, and it just worked out really well for them. Yeah, I think I think there's definitely when you're trying to match MMRs, there's definitely that one team where you're like, I think they're a little higher end, but you can't really match them with anyone else because you are um, you're forsaken to to whoever joins the tournament, right? Obviously, that's who you have to work with. Um, but yeah, they they seem like a little bit stronger team. But it was nice, Bruno. Finally, after all the tournaments he's been in, getting his first win. I think Vance had one before, I believe. I, Did he I ever don't. Get the I don't. Title? <laughs> I mean, who knows zero? if the no. time... No, listen. <laughs> listen, okay? Oh, my goodness. After everything that uh, Flash Force has taught me in the last interview, uh, I, I, I now he's he's like a disappointed dad, you know, when I'm when I'm mentioning this here, that I, I didn't update at something that has to do with my community. I'm sorry, everybody. I'd like to apologize first and foremost to JYs. Um, I think I think he really deserves the apology for me not updating him, you know, this random uh, champions bracket. Uh, next, like I'd like to apologize to uh, Dave because he's such a cutie. So, mm-hmm. uh, Dave, I'd like to apologize to you for not updating that bracket. You may have been in one of the teams that won. I like to apologize to um, the Melon Patch Gaming uh, for making sure that you know I wasn't able to rub it into their faces that that we beat them in the show match. So I apologize for that. Um, what else, what else do I have to apologize for? I'm getting it all out here. (laughs) Um, my casting, which we were doing in the finals. How was it relentless by the way? Uh, in the finals, it was fine. I think, you know, it wasn't as much casting as it was Lazero trying to have a conversation while I was trying to cast rocket league. And (laughs) sounds like pretty good casting. (laughs) <laughs> and I actually think it works. Like, to be honest, I think if you can, if you can kind of meld that, those two of, of talking about what's going on on screen and just generally, you know, talking about rocket league or the people involved and stuff, I think that that's really good. Um, and that's the kind of good thing about doing these community things versus some of the IGL casting that I do is I can't really talk about the background of any of the players or, anything like that it's more just i have to just talk about what's on the field and so that makes it a little bit tougher um so it was a good it was a good mix overall that's uh, i i enjoyed the the finals and having that tangent ability of the zero um but sometimes there'd be like a goal and he's like no i'm in i'm in the middle of a story like i'm gonna tell my story <laughs> dude finish, let me finish my bit dude you know <laughs> I have a 10 minute joke planned out and I'm at minute seven. Like I'm going to need the next three minutes to get to the punchline. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like the finals were already over and the zero is right in the middle of his story. And so we just couldn't, we couldn't cut away fast enough. <laughs> you can wait those three minutes to pop off on the five goals that happened. It's okay. <laughs> the one thing you can take away is that I believe Smith's and Tim are married to the same person or something like that. Also, true. I don't know. I don't know what other. They're honestly, married, though, they're both married to Mife, or to each other, or also to their true. their spiritual souls intertwining into a third it's a human thruple being. between Mife, Tim G. Barker, and Smiths. Even though I it's have context left, I'm still so confused. <laughs> well, Wabs, this is what happens when we don't listen to a tournament. That's all I'll say, dude. Fair. <laughs> 
How can you be confused? You're the philosophy major. Uh, <laughs> Things make sense in philosophy. Right down your alley, dude. <laughs> everything makes sense. Uh, yeah, so so thank you all for for joining that tournament. Relentless, once again, thank you so much for casting. You've been incredible with that. True. Um, I guess the, a good thing is if you want more Relentless and ASAP community streams, we will be having our 100th episode stream next week. Now, I've been thinking about this a little bit, right? Because we'll do our two-year stream in January, right? And I think I've decided, and, and Relentless, this is, I mean, this will work, I think, well, because uh, you, you can't record till 7.30, right? Uh, um, next, I should be normal time next week, but I don't 100% know. I will, we'll, we're going to say it starts at 7.30, all right, on your channel next week, just so you have time to prepare, even even if it is earlier. Um, but I think what we'll do is save the guests for, for this two-year anniversary. I think we'll save the guests, and instead we'll do a retrospective ourselves okay i think that's what we'll do for episode 100 we'll do a live stream we'll answer questions but i I, the reason i don't want to do guests is because i feel like i don't want two shows where there's a whole bunch of guests right Mm. um and i think there's a possibility that right now there's a lot of really busy people (laughs) that's gonna be hard to get at 7 30 and perhaps in the new year you know maybe they're gonna want to try new things you know maybe they haven't made plans yet there might be a chance uh that we get a couple more people for that two-year anniversary show. So what we'll do next week is live stream, um, and we'll just bounce off Twitch streamers, and we'll just reminisce, dude. We'll, we'll make it a little different, um, and we'll make the two-year anniversary the where have they where where are they now stream as as Wabbit's put it uh, so succinctly. Okay, so I guess that's the plan. Actually, okay. The only exception is that if there's people in the stream watching and we want to throw them on, perhaps because. Uh, <laughs> There may be, um, you know, certain certain uh, liquids going through us. Who knows? I don't know. Of course, I'm just giving suggestions here. So uh, what I'm hearing from maybe this, we'll throw them on. <laughs> what what I'm hearing from this is that you want to actually have no rules on on us, <laughs> but you want it to look like we have rules to everybody else. Yes, we Perfect. can do whatever we want, but don't expect anything. Yes, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be a live stream. It's gonna be on Relentless's stream. It'll start at 7.30 Eastern time. Hey, Relentless, we'll start at 7.30. That way you have time to prepare. But also, I don't want you to be prepared. So we may or may not have guests. We may or may not even know what we're doing. So, Well, but I mean, that's my point is is because I'm (laughs) unsure of the start time. um, And just in case. I'm unsure of the start time, so I don't know who's going to be there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm speechless. I love it. It's Um, perfect. Speechless, speechless. It'll be fun. We'll throw people on random. We want it to be chaos, okay? We'll be civilized in 2021. But in Don't the in lieu of Don't 2020, we will uh we will let the chaos ensue. We will um, be civilized in 2021. <laughs> listen, Wabbits. Well, Wabs we're gonna will be set older, the example. Wabs will be older, so you never know. I will be older. Um, By 2021, I will have aged. When I get older. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking, I guess, of disorganized chaos. Um, also, Rob and Kyle show is out. Uh, and there is some disorganized chaos in that one, for sure. Uh, as well as uh, more of my bleeding heart. So, uh, yes. There if you it wanted is. Romance there's, Corner, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> there's your hook. There's your, there's your Patreon hook. Uh, yeah, if you want a Romance Corner... 
and Rocket League question mark? Why? I don't know. It was there. I apparently we don't get tired of this game, right? We uh, talked about that before on the Robin Kyle show. The Robin Kyle show was for us to talk about whatever we wanted and like specifically not Rocket League. But then we just end up talking about Rocket League because that's all that we want to talk about. <laughs> um, one track mind. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Rocket League, how was our week in Rocket League relentless? Uh, week in Rocket League was was moderately busy. Um, outside of the ASAP monthly throwdown that we did, I also casted slash hosted Woozy's Woozy's tourney. Woozy, uh, Woozy's tourney, and so pretty much. Woo's, uh, his computer can't really handle doing the multiple things like having video, having a stream up, running Rocket League, running Smash, and navigating between all the games and all that different mm. stuff that is going on. His his computer is not able to, so I was like, hey, no problem, I'll uh, I'll run it and everything like that. Uh, so I ran it, I created layouts and overlays and all that different stuff for it, um, and it was it was good for the most part. It was a little scuffed. Um, from the aspect of even though I was the one running the com- running the tournament through my system, other people's computers could not handle just being there. So, <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> so we had like videos and stuff up and I was doing like video through Discord and I had everything cropped out and all the overlays and stuff cropped out so that everyone had their own little window and stuff on there. But in Discord when you have that up, if somebody leaves the video, then it changes the layout of the videos. And so when people's internet would crash or their computer would crash or anything like that, all of a sudden all the layouts would change. And so people are in their own little block and then it would just be like, nope, only half their face is there now or somebody else's face is in that block because the layout changed. So, um, so that's what you can expect on episode 100 of the ASAP weekly rock league podcast. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be great. I love it. Love it. Love it. Every bit of it. Um, this is your, uh, this is your, um, What's it called? Welcome to the cast uh, prank. <laughs> <laughs> this is your this is your haze or hazing, I guess is the word. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're doing that, and for the most part, the tournament was really good. Uh, it did run a little bit long because we only had four teams because a bunch of the teams either backed out because they had roster adjustments or they just didn't feel like doing it or whatever reason. So he only had four teams, but he wanted to make sure that it was worthwhile for those four teams. Like it wasn't just a super short stream, but he did so many things that it ended up being still a four hour stream pretty much. So it was, uh, it was a long one for, for a four team stream, but it was, it was really fun. Um, but something I've been doing for a while with my casting is I'll put like my face and my cam in, in the game, like up in the corner or something like that. That way, um, if you're coming in and you don't know who I am or anything like that, you can see me and be like, oh, okay, cool. This is interesting. Or uh, have at least some facial recognition or something like that. Um, but not everyone really wants that. They want just the, the game to speak for itself and then just have a voiceover, that kind of thing. So it kind of led me to the question of, do you guys like during a game want a camera there for a caster or not? Mm. Wabs, what's your take here? Hmm. Definitely up to you for sure. It's your own thing. So, you know, you're making your own little uh, decisions and you're doing uh, like, well, you're I saying, not, not necessarily do you want, do you like it? Do you like or dislike? What do you yes, prefer, I know, Wabbits? I know. I, I know. I'm getting Just there. Quit, quit. I'm getting there. Wabbits is the king of I'm never going to make a decision on this. That's Let also me true. Let me just talk around it yep. until you. 
You'll wow. never know what I think. <laughs> um, I don't actually know if I would uh, prefer it. I, I like Rocket League, and <laughs> I know that I would never want to see my own face, so I wouldn't do it personally. <laughs> but in terms of watching, I don't know. I probably just well, never are we look talking at the about, like During the game, I don't think there's any sport, dude, that you'd be 100%. You know, let me see, you know, the commentators while I watch the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, when the Rocket League is happening, I don't want to see people's faces. When it's not happening, you, you're, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fair. That, yeah. No. But you all are also doing your own thing. And it's like very much a, um, a thing that's unique to your stream. And you're just well, there. Like you're my, the stream. my thought was, cause we had something like, six different people all participating in the broadcast of this thing. So Woos was the, you know, it's, it's through his channel, through his thing. So Woos was the obvious, he's the host there for it. So we got to have him um, involved. We had three people on an analyst desk of sorts. And then we had myself and one other in the casting booth. And, but it was like, again, with a lot of different people and a lot of different things going on, I wanted to kind of have the idea of, okay, when, when people are coming in, I want them to see like, okay, this is who's talking or some, I want to give some sort of exposure and facial recognition there. Mm-hmm. But again, not everyone wants that. They want just the the game and stuff like that with the voiceover. So um, there was mixed feedback. Some people were like, oh, hey, yeah, I like it just fine. And some people were like, no, I'd rather it just be the game. So I just wasn't sure mm-hmm. where other people's thoughts were. And I just wanted to hear some other feedback. So yeah, I think that. I'd probably just ignore the camera, to be honest. I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind, Relentless. I think uh, in in lieu of um, being like Wabbits and changing my mind, I'm going to change my mind here. And I think you should really, like the ideal, the perfection of Rocket League is just Relentless, your face, okay? On a green screen, just in the middle. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put yourself the in ball. the cars. Attached to the ball, a custom <laughs> program. And w- everywhere the ball goes is just Relentless's face smiling. Ca- literally casting the game while my face is traveling while around the ball. While you're talking, <laughs> yes. Every time somebody hits like a boomer of a shot, you go, ow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is that is the essence of Rocket League. Um, uh, what right, else happened so, this week, Relentless? <laughs> all right, so that, that, was, that was a big thing that happened. Um... Cutie Pies, me, Dave, and Palm, we win our round one playoffs. So we won it in a sweep. It was a very, very quick game. Um, so we have round two coming up this week, and we'll be playing the number one seed. But it's kind of interesting. I was doing a little deep diving research into this number one seed. I was like, okay, what are we really going up against? What are the teams that they beat? Like, I want to have an idea of who, you know, what kind of caliber of a team I'm playing. And although they're the number one seed, they're 7-0 and in the season at the moment. Three of those seven games have come via forfeit, including their most recent playoff win. Hmm. And the teams that they beat throughout the season aren't really overwhelmingly good teams. I think only one team that they played even made the playoffs. So uh, I think all that said, like even though it's a number one seed, it's not something that we can really have to worry about too much. It's like, don't get in your own head about it and, and don't overthink it because they're not, at least at this point, not overly proven to be a super dominant team. So, um, so that's kind of my thought there. Uh, but, uh, let's see what else I got going on this week. I'm really bad at ranked. I don't know what it is. I'm just bad. I cannot seem to string together, uh, multiple wins at ranked. So 
um, I drag everybody down. Doesn't matter how good they are at the game. I drag them all down to the loser column. So everybody has those days. <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested in look uh, hearing that, but then looking at our beginners corner topic. That was uh, Lazero. Yeah, I, I know. It, that's that's I what had, makes me so happy with it. <laughs> I had it. I had in there just like Wab's help. I don't know. So <laughs> he actually um, had a very cute message for you. But, oh, I missed um, it. <laughs> I just I don't like Wab's getting a big head. But I because I've been so bad head. at ranked, it's uh, it's really led me to like my new commitment to training and focusing on aerial mechanics and kind of consistency and that kind of stuff. Um, and I didn't like, so I have a buddy who plays and and he's really good. He he's hovered around GC the last handful of seasons. Um, and I was like, hey man, what are some tips that you can kind of go over with me and um and help me get better at at some of this stuff i need to get my mechanics at the parks i think my game sense is generally there but i can't do the mechanics necessary that my game sense actually benefits me to the degree i want it to and so he was going through some different aerial trainings and stuff with me and at this point i realized how bad i am because it's not even like complicated stuff he's having me do it was just like oh hey um you know fly essentially you know your car turned around so like have you guys ever done like the musty training where you do the uh, you know, eight figure eight between like the pillars and that kind of stuff on the yeah, Rocket yeah. Labs pillars map? Mm-hmm. So he was having me do a few different things on there, you know, the figure eight and some other different things on there. And he's like, okay, well, now you're going to fly like with your car backwards. So not facing forward. So your car is inverted or whatever. And you got to kind of get used to that. And I was, and then go both directions. So I'm not just like, you know, flying one way and getting my air roll movement used to one direction. I'm trying to do it the other direction now. And I'm like, oh, I'm a lot worse at aerial stuff than I thought I was. Cause I'm like fine driving straight or anything like that or small spurts upside down or backwards or whatever. But like doing it for a sustained period of time, I'm like, Oh, I'm so bad at this. And it was just like a huge realization moment for me where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm so bad at rocket league. And it was, I was like, I thought I was better than this. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, so I got a commitment to training. I'm doing that. Uh, I'm going back through the dribble challenge and that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's been most of my week in rock league as, as far as my playing goes is a little bit of ranked here and there where I lose. And then a lot more training than I've been doing. I'm not going to lie. That musty thing just like threw me back. What? Like four or five months to when I was (laughs) doing that. (laughs) And then I realized that I was never actually able to do the backwards. <laughs> and then I was struggling with the forwards. And now I just feel really bad <laughs> because I realized just how bad I am at that. <laughs> and I never actually got good at it. <laughs> yeah, now I feel real bad. <laughs> and these guys go. are the guys that are ranked higher than me. Amazing. See, see Amazing. Even, not even in ranked, but I dragged Wabs down to the loser bracket. Like, that's just what I do right now. <laughs> Relentless is here, uh, so I feel like a loser. <laughs> True. Listen, listen. <laughs> Gotta keep your head up. Oh, oh. Anyway. Um, oh, okay. and by the way, anyone that's going through and listening from episode one, anytime you hear Liz Zero singing, please clip it and send it to me. I'm creating a compilation of Liz Zero singing. <laughs> so yes, if please. anyone that's listening, that's Sing going back it and to listening. The world. Yes, anyone that's going back and listening. If you can find any good uh, Lazero or Le Flash, Le Flash uh, singing clips, then um, send them to me so I can create a compilation and, and make sure that that happens, including the Pokemon uh, Patreon rap. <gasps> we need that too. 
I don't know. Is that even available? Which it's episode? It's got to be on Spotify somewhere. Or it's on the Rob and Kyle show, at least, right? Or no, it would be on. No, it's one of the episodes. I think I put it in yeah, the episode. It was like an intro of one of the episodes, I think. Was it an intro or an outro? Same. Okay, sure. It's in a Rob and Kyle show, though. Or is it in the main show? No, it was, the main, it was a main show, I'm pretty sure, but I could be Scavenger wrong. hunt, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Someone's going to find it eventually. All right, Wabbits, how was your week in Rocket League, dude? My week uh, was predestined by last week's discussion. Um, I hit GC in twos the day after, I think. Because two's easy. Two's bro. easy. Two's, two's easy. Um <laughs> uh yeah that that's what happened there um i'm back to 1503s and um, i've been vibing been hitting ball i've been hitting ball very badly but it's working out because i just go for ball and it's great is that the best though when you i know oh my goodness i played <laughs> sorry wow so you have to do more to say let, let me listen this is why people want to yell at me let me not cut you off what did you finish finish your week in rock league i'm gonna go in a corner all that was left have fun in your corner. Um, all that was left in my week in Rocket League is that, yeah, I don't know. It was it was, it was great. It was just vibing. I, I'm terrible at hitting the ball, but apparently it's good enough to get to 1,500. <laughs> and that's awesome. it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, my week in Rocket League, I, that's one thing I did want to talk about was how uh, I played, you know, there was a series of games I was playing. I was playing, I was always being matched with this, you know, good old season 14 GCs. Uh, what? Speaking of being matched with. Oh, no. Have you guys watched any of Let's Vids? Are you in Let's Vids? No, I played with Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my my claim to, uh, what's, what's the word? Claim to fame. I've played with Franklin. <laughs> nice, dude. It was on a Smurf and it was great. <laughs> amazing amazing so wait but okay <laughs> yep that's my claim to fame nice nice that's it that's all i got <laughs> wow dude i typed to him i was um, like either you're you're a simp or you're franklin and either way i'm gonna talk to you or i'm gonna type and that was about it it was great <laughs> nice nice perfect you know what it's uh it's good it's <clears throat> good um Completely derailed me, but that's okay. I did. I mean, it was worth it. Listen, if someone listened to the interview, I was derailed the whole time. So it's a great thing that that uh, the force of Flash could combine and 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 continue working on without mm-hmm. uh, me doing too much. Um, I am scatterbrained today, but no, I was going to say I was playing with a GC or season fourteen GC, which someone joked about being the uh, the season three GC <laughs> of twenty twenty. Um, fair um i don't think that's completely fair but there's a little bit a hint a hint a nudge uh uh, what's it called a smidgen of truth um but they were playing way better than me dude like they're hitting everything they're they're playing perfectly and i was playing like trash dude like i couldn't hit anything like i missed everything rotations off but the we played four games together, okay? And the two games that he was on my team, we lost. But the two two games where we were opposing teams, I won. Oh, <laughs> and no. I played so bad. Oh, and I'm no. just like, dude, this is amazing. This <laughs> this is the greatest feeling. Um, and so you know, this this will be, I guess, my transition into the beginner's corner. 
which is that winning's a habit. Um, because literally, I I knew I was gonna win those games, dude. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm playing terribly, but this person is tilted. Like, even if they're playing well, they're playing tilted, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, over the course of five minutes, I don't know what the mathematical or statistical probability or or forces or mental anguish that is that is happening that is affecting the outcome. But I knew that the games that I played against him, I was going to win. It was the weirdest thing. I, it's like, I know you're a good player, but you are tilted the fact that I'm winning these games and I'm playing like trash. And so it's uh, it was amazing. Um, also, it, it's so weird because, you know, you know, you'll have like two games where you actually have to carry. But then for whatever reason, when I get on these winning streaks, I'm not I start like as as the winning continues, I stop like doing anything in the game and my teammates just carry me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm just like third man hitting the ball like once a game and i'm like i don't even know dude it's just it's this weird thing it's almost like as you're winning a lot you relax so you don't you don't try to force the game because you're on a winning streak right um but when you when you're not on a winning streak when you're a losing streak you you try to force the game more right mm-hmm. um and it's not that forcing the game is wrong it's just that Perhaps when you're on that winning streak, your your brain just automatically will will either force you know you, either you'll you'll know you have to play a little more aggressive or you know you have to play a little more defensive, but you're because you're not stressed because you're not thinking about the win, it kind of naturally falls into place, right? Especially if you played a lot of games. Um, but when you're on that losing streak, that's where it really breaks down. Where it's like you have to actively know what you should be doing, and it just every little thing takes maybe. I don't know, even like 10% more effort, right? And just that kind of compounds and you're thinking a lot, way too much. And it it just all, I feel like that is the difference, right? It's that it's that kind of peace of mind. <laughs> so you, you said something there and I think it was just wrong. <laughs> forcing, forcing something, uh, you said that it wasn't, you know, just explicitly a bad thing. I think it is. If you're trying to force a play style or you're trying to force something, like... You can have fun with it, and if you're having fun with it, then by all means, like feel free. That's that's a great way to do it. If you're just, or if you're like you're you're really practicing something, being like I need to do air dribbles in game, or I need to play super slow so that I learn how to play super slow, but I accept that I'm losing these games, and that's fine. Do it. That that's great. You're learning. You're having fun. Whatever it is, that's perfect. If you're trying to win, don't force anything. You're just gonna lose. I yeah, I think you're, I think you're right, and I think that has to do is because ultimately. And this is something people, I mean, we've talked about to death, but, but we, we, at times we forget to mention, um, that, you know, this game is a lot about prediction of what other people do or reaction, maybe not even prediction, but reaction to what other people do. Mm -hmm. So like why are 50 so important? Because if you can tell what they're about to do, you can position your card to have a favorable outcome. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so as soon as you're forcing something, right, it's not that, you know, how, how do you beat two people? Right. I had a play today where, or where I passed two people in, you know, in the midfield and then passed it in and my, my teammates scored. And it's like, how do I pass those two people? I didn't do anything fancy. I didn't force a play. I just saw that they were going at this angle really, really fast. And I knew to hit it at the right time to pass them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it was just that simple. I hit it slightly to the side at the perfect time. You know, it wasn't like I went towards them and like, I need to beat you. You know, I need to, <laughs> I need to find a way around you. It was just, 
oh, I see that they're doing this thing and I reacted in a way that's going to be advantageous for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of what Rock League boils down to, perhaps. So so may, I think there's definitely truth there where it's like, you feel like you can't do anything, but the reason you don't you feel like you can't do anything is because a lot of times your reactions to what other people are doing. And if other people are really passive, you'll find the game turns really passive because people know if one team is being really passive and the other team, one person from the other team goes really, really aggressive, well, then it's a three on two usually because that person will miss the ball or will, will, will get beat with a 50 easily, right? And then be out of position. So maybe that's a little bit to do with neutral, right? The the idea of neutral in fighting games, Wabs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're... Uh, why is it that sometimes like people are just kind of in the middle, like you know, like not really engaging? It's because they're trying to wait for the other person to make a mistake. And so definitely Rocket League at times uh is a fighting game <laughs> actually i think that's true that's super true we've have that's we true in any that? any game like even overwatch dude oh yeah like there are times where you're playing neutral right where you're you're both kind of waiting for the other person to to, to commit and usually the team that commits uh is at a disadvantage unless they can mm-hmm. commit on one person the only difference is the amount of people in rocket league is a lot smaller right so um it's you know the smaller the smaller amount of people the more I guess harshly that mistake can be punished. I mean, you, you take a look at ones, right? Like yeah. what is ones? One is, is reaction. And it's not, it's like, if you predict exactly what they're going to do, you're going to come out on top easily, right? Like there's no, if you're going to have a free opportunity, right? Or if you, if you can keep them guessing is another big one in ones, right? Mm-hmm. So in threes, it's, it's a little less obvious, but you know, just literally reacting to what people do, I think does well. And so, so I maybe going back to winning, being a habit, is I, I, when you're feeling good and when you're winning and you're not thinking that much, it's just because you're, you've essentially gotten into a rhythm of being able to read clearly what everyone's doing and you're naturally doing it. And that's why it's so difficult to even break that. Even when I'm playing bad, you know what happens when I'm playing bad? I miss seven shots in a row, right? <laughs> but then when the ball is right in front of the net and I realize there's, a, there's an imminent danger, that's the save I make, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and it's, it's, what can you do? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It basically comes down to, I don't know where it's going to end, but yes, Bob is what you want to say. Being able to, uh, take it, like react to a mistake and then take advantage of it is a lot better than being able to like force something that you can do really well to happen because, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. If the mistakes happened, it's happened and you already have that done. But if you're trying to force something and you're trying to do that, then it's just not going to work. Well, it could work, but it'll work a lot less than something that's already like, guaranteed. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I, I really want to get Relentless' take on this, Relentless. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to chime in a little bit. Look, man, sometimes you're just <laughs> feeling it, and right now I'm not feeling it. You know, it's just. Um, that's true, though. Yeah, there's no, no denying that. Yeah. No, I mean, they're like several different content creators have just kind of talked about the momentum of, of play style and stuff. And there's sometimes where you can just read the game really, really well. And I think that's something I did last season. Like I last season, I felt really good about my play um, and just being able to read the game, read opponents and that kind of thing. Um, this season, I don't feel nearly as comfortable with it. And that's why I'm kind of like getting back into the training, at least that way. If you're not going to be able to have that time when you're playing like a lot of momentum, you got to be able to manipulate the things that you can. And that's where I'm, uh, that's why I'm focusing on training. So it's like, okay, I might not be able to read the game, at least feel like I'm reading the game as well. Um, 
but I can get better at my car control, my air control, like that kind of stuff where even if I'm not reading the game as well, I'm still able to perform at a high level. Um, so I guess it, it just kind of boils down to, to some of those things. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm not in a spot where I can be like, Oh yeah. Hey, win- winning is a habit. Like no big deal. That's not, that's not me this season, man. It ain't, it, it ain't it for me. You know, give it like one month and then I'm going to be complaining about how I'm in a, yeah, in a right. you know what I mean? <laughs> You'll be like, I just don't understand what's going on. Like I can't <laughs> win a game and like, you know, I try to make these touches where I just go around somebody and, and for whatever reason, I just can't read them. I can't do it. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. No, no, no. That's, it's true though. I think, I think the, the one thing definitely a lot of our listeners can, uh, agree with or, or even, um, the one thing that they can uh, really empathize and sympathize with and, and feel themselves is that, is that feeling of ups and downs. And um, it's definitely interesting, right? Where, you know, and sometimes it isn't even like even the rank, like I, I think for me, especially like, you know, going up and down, if I'm staying relatively the same, like I don't care too much. Right. But it's when you have those like two or three days in a row where you're like, I don't, you know you're about to hit the right you know you know those losses you know you start thinking about them too much and mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like give me just one day where i win things you know <laughs> and then you're you're just grasping well i think for that like even for me it's like it's let me get up into the next rank let me get back to where i feel like i should be um and then i'll feel a lot more confident with what i'm doing because like right now with me it's one of those things of i like not only do I feel like I'm not playing as well as I should, but my rank also doesn't reflect where I feel like my skill set really is at. Um, but you know, I'm not playing as well. So it does kind of actually reflect, but it's one of those things of like, just get me back to at least champ three. If I'm back in champ three and stuff like that, I'll feel like, okay, I can figure this out. But you know, it just sometimes feels like, man, it's a really long trek to get back there. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, Wabbas, do you have any last thoughts on this? Because uh, if not, we're going to move on. Losing's a habit, too. <laughs> when you're True. feeling good. Hey, yo, nice. When you're feeling great, good, great. winning's a habit. When you're feeling bad, losing's a habit. I don't know. Going to train is a good idea, relentless. <laughs> and, you know, even sometimes those who have winning as a habit lose to the velocity of other teams. Uh, speaking of which, let's look at RLCS North America, baby. <laughs> Listen, I am scattered brain. I am missaying things, but don't you dare say my transitions ain't good enough. Um, all right. So uh let's let's take a look at this. And the nice thing is we have a full week to kind of kind of digest what happened. Um, but uh Cloud Cloud Nine baby? <laughs> Squishy was the weak one? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, but there were some great upsets, some great drama uh, throughout, the, uh, I guess, the North American split. Um, so remember, it is double elimination, and uh, it's going to finish off this weekend. Uh, so I guess I guess we'll have a topic. I think we'll have a topic for episode 100. Uh, and the topic will be version one is the best team in the world. No. Um, True. Version one, you know, uh, beat Space Station. That's the big thing. They beat Space Station and winners and made it through to Wait, winner's quarters. Hold which on. Is what do you mean really that's impressive. the big thing? <laughs> okay, like, listen. That's how, it, it, I'm not going to say it, but... <laughs> listen, okay, so you see, you see, 
the the big thing when we have like 30 or 40 teams is that I need to focus on one at a time. Okay. Okay. okay sure. And also it was the big thing for me. Okay. It was my, it was my, my big thing. Okay. Fine. Uh, fine. I'll give you that. You can have your big thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They beat space station in uh, a one wonderful uh, tur- turmoil filled game that everything, everything was close. Uh, and they somehow they somehow did it. Uh, did either of you get a chance to watch this one, the Space Station version one game? I did not, and I'm so sad about it. Oh my goodness! It was just <sighs> the new player. Actually, the new player on V1. How, how, how new are they? Because they might have been there for a while, and now and now I feel bad if if that's not the case. They have been there for a while, I believe. It it just it for whatever reason calm uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Hold on. No, no, he's Hold not. On. No, he hasn't been there for a while. Has he not? They, they, Am I they, wrong? They oh, he got, just joined. Okay, no, November, I was yeah, right. Okay, like November fourth or something like that. Yeah. Oh, he was part of. I'm joined because okay. the AXB was originally in comments position. Okay, oh, sorry. You're I, need right. to, I need to. I need to tell everybody something. Uh, um, Wabbits, do you have a favorite team? Well, guess what? Your new favorite team is V1 because. Not only do they have uh, a Jesus, but they also have a Kyle and Robert. <laughs> nah, I don't need it. I'm out. <laughs> you don't need it? No. Nope, torment. <laughs> Torment's Kyle, dude. Calm nope. is Robert. Nope. Rob and Kyle show, baby. Nope. <laughs> Everybody nope. here knows I hate the name Kyle. <laughs> you hate the name Kyle? I'm just saying the Rob and Kyle show. V1 is the Rob and Kyle show, baby. I don't know why I said <sighs> baby again. I'm saying baby that way too so much. Sad. Say it more. Um... <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, I just I just realized this, but uh, you know, perhaps it was divine intervention that led them to this victory. Um, but it was listen, space station. Like, what does this mean to our whole EU talk last week? Right? Like, does this mean that that we we're right or we we're wrong? You know, <laughs> when it comes to the level of NA play, um, <laughs> it doesn't and mean also anything. The consistency they have that we talked other. about. What was that two weeks? It ago? is the consistency. I, okay, then then I guess we're right. Or no, I we were definitely right. wrong. Didn't we say like uh, NA had like some insane consistency with the top four? <laughs> no, 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 no. We said uh, no. EU has the consistency generally with the top four. NA is deeper top eight than EU. Oh yes, yes, you're right. About. You're right. Okay, so this like, would the depth coincide. Of their talent in in NA is a lot deeper. Like. You can have any team one through twelve that's going to upset one of those top teams, but in EU you're not going to get that kind of upset True. to that degree. Um, mm-hmm. But we think the top two teams out of EU are as competitive with any team in NA. Hundred percent. And okay. uh, to be fair, like Space Station still made it into the losers' court round three, right? So they're still in it. Like there's still a possibility. Mm-hmm. It's just surprising that V1, the team that you know for the last the whole last fall split, really really didn't make any waves can i finally just, did so and it's with the new player i'm just saying it's all it's all all on it's all robert you know it's all robert it's all calm. it's all, uh, it's all calm. they finally found a good team so can i just say what everybody here wants me to say yes let's get into it how is the losers bracket the upper bracket that's expected it's nrg <laughs> kcp uh ssg and sure sonics they but they beat the oh, peeps oh uh... It's because those teams aren't even good. 
Relentless said what everyone was thinking. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I so so here's what I here's what I think goes on. So now you have this where we have we've kind of established that NA's depth is a lot stronger than people realize. And now you're in a double elim setup versus a Swiss setup. So in a Swiss setup, you're really just looking at the teams that qualified. You don't really care how they got there. You're just looking at the teams that qualified versus this one, because it's double elim and there's a lower bracket. When one of those favorite style teams does lose, then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, what's going on? But in a Swiss style, if they go three one in a Swiss style, then they still move on and it's no big mm. deal. But now yeah, they it, lose yeah. one, you put them down in the in what's called the loser bracket. You're like, oh my god, they're bad, even though they just lost literally one series. Okay, so you say that, but that's a great point. Every single time that a team like NRG, KCP, SSG, G two, or I don't know, you could probably no, put like SSG Alpine lost there. to like KCP in the splits last time. They lost Let to Alpine finish. in the split last time. Let me finish. Lost to any team except for the teams that I just named. Also Envy. Um, if they lost to any team except for basically those top five teams, then we were like, wait, what happened? This doesn't make sense as a three one or a three two. We did talk about that a lot. Um, if they lost to any team except for those, then it was a surprise. The thing with this is that there's no way that any of those teams should be fa- facing each other um, until essentially winner semis um, in a quote-unquote normal bracket because of seeding. And at mm, that point... So you're saying already- because of seeding, you're getting these tougher teams facing each other earlier, per- perhaps? No, like the, the, of because draw. of seeding, you're getting tougher... Like the top teams not facing each other until way later on in the in things. Because look at the seedings. It's energy and uh, space station, the expected one and two of um, of NA right now. If the bracket yeah. went as expected, they wouldn't uh, face until winners finals. But so so the teams they played. But at, that's okay. Look at the team. I don't have a problem with that. No, so it's space good. station it's good. played version one, who has a new player. Mm-hmm. NRG played Ghost, who has a new player. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I mean. KCP is we've called out before that they're they they have been hit and miss. You know, I'm surprised they got swept by PK, but they have been hit and miss because there was times I think we called out like Alpine and KCP to move forward and like when it was during the Swiss stage and they kind of didn't play as well as we expected. So um that was also at the the earlier half of the uh I think the peeps is honestly my biggest my big surprise. The peeps being completely out right now is a very big surprise, but Sonics did also get a new player going by your logic earlier. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like I said, a new player, can that, that can mean things. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. It definitely can. can Just I? the fact that it's this shaken up, the entire region, even with all of the things that went on, is still so surprising because we talked about this a fair bit and we were like, there's a lot of moves, but there's not a lot of moves up and down. Mm. Right? So, yes, we we know that there's a whole bunch of movement or there was of the past couple of weeks and that we were like, well, there's probably going to be movement of the rankings. We're, we're expecting this, um, but we definitely don't expect ghost gaming to beat NRG or version one to beat space station a week ago. This is what be perfectly fine to say. Now it happened and we're still sitting here like, wait, hold up. How did this happen? Because NRG and space station are set as, very good teams and we know this because they're the exact same team that they were beforehand and they're already playing with each other and they already have consistency and they already have all of this stuff meanwhile ghost gaming and version one are both 
new teams set up in such a way that they haven't played with each other enough to really disrupt this upper bracket from what you would assume, or at least from what so I would you, assume. Right? Was it? I have a feeling. Secretly, big brain plays where, like, <laughs> I don't know. They actually don't who, want to face each other now until. <laughs> yeah, who who played first? It's Spaceation. Or, I know it was, they were both in winners round two when they lost, but who played first? between those because maybe whoever played first was like you know what let me just go beat some teams in the lower bracket i don't want to go through all this hard crap no, up here. but then let me go to the, through the lower stuff and then all of a sudden space station had the same thought the nrg did and, nah and- no team's doing that <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna cut that off right there i'll say you no team's doing that because you're still playing the losers of the winner semis right <laughs> and the winner's finals so you're you're just you you have one chance, you know. You have one life. It was a joke, zero. The, it was a joke, man. If it was Swiss well, bracket, Relentless got a point. This ain't Swiss bracket. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, well, wow. He just said it was a point, and you you pointing that out made me look worse. So. Yes, that was the whole point. <laughs> that was his plan. That was his plan. Also, can I just mention that 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 Wabbits used "Let me finish," and I'm I'm I like this was like five minutes ago. <laughs> But I'm amused to no end because, you know, I, I, I've been like joking about the Wabbit's relentless rivalry, but like, I think, I think we need a t-shirt, dude. I, this is when Wabbit's finally said that was the most, that was the most fire I've seen from Wabbit's dude. Let the hate flow through you. This man has, did he drink coffee or something today? What's going on, dude? We're switching to the dark side. It's fine. It's good. Um, here, uh, you know, it's hilarious. Uh, Flash Force and I, and you guys don't know this, but the people who are listening know this, is we were actually talking about toxicity uh, as part of uh, the thing. So um, I don't know what people, people are going to have a very different opinion on me, uh, depending whether they listen to the first part or the second part of this podcast or of the show, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, I, I told, actually, Relentless, we were talking about this, right? And I told Relentless, it's like, no, don't worry, dude. It, it's it's part of it. People like a little bit. Not too much. Not too much, but a little bit of sizzle, you know? Um, and I like Wabbit's getting passionate about it. Uh, okay. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just... I'm still reeling by, by Wabbit's uh, um, spice that he's brought today. Spicy Wabs. <laughs> Wab spice. Sting with spice, nostrils. Was spice... What, what, I, I don't have anything clever. Um... All right, let's let's actually look at this bracket and make our predictions then for the um, for what we're going to see in the semis and finals. I want you to make a prediction for what our top four teams, shall we say, are going to be. Because um, I, you know, honestly, looking at this, I can still see this being G two NV Energy Space Station at the end. You know, like <laughs> there's still a possibility, right? That is true. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> What do, what do you guys maybe Wabbits? We'll start with you. What do, what do you think the top four is going to be? Um, I'm going to pick up all of my notes on the NA region and then just chuck them out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's my prediction. That that was what your whole point was earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Perfect. Anything Perfect. I previously knew wrong. They proved it today wrong. <laughs> I love it though. It's great. It's good to have some turmoil, right? It's true. You know, your EU. We had our. BDS and RV uh, predictable <laughs> finals. Uh, here, psh, throw it up in the air. All right. Um, in that case, are you choosing? Here, let me choose yours then. Wait, okay, wait I'll say one thing oh, that okay. I feel like is sh- fairly sure, unless version one is absolutely insane, like way more than I'm expecting. G2 is going to winners. 
yeah, probably I grants. think I think you're right. I think we all agree with that. That's the only uh, thing that I can say. <laughs> I'll say though, V1 can beat Rogue. Like it's doable. It's not out of the realm of I'm very much expecting V1 to beat Rogue, I'm not gonna yep. lie. But I don't see To be fair, of all the teams to lose to V1. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing we're not on land, because then I'd tell you, dude. <laughs> I'd put all the bets on V1 over G2 if we were in land. Um, Wait, why? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just okay, G2 good. chokes sometimes. Okay, That's, fair. That, those That's true. Joke. That's true. Uh, okay. I thought you were going for experience uh, from like Tormund and, uh, and Gimmick, and then I was like, wait, G2 no, has no, so no. much land experience. No, no, it's all good. Uh, Relentless, what are you thinking? Because uh, Wabs didn't really give us an answer except for G2. Uh, <laughs> Relentless, what are you thinking? Are you going to make a bold choice on the uh, okay, semis so and finals? Okay, I'm just going to break down the, the whole bracket as I see it right now. Uh, version 1 is going to beat Rogue, G2 is going to beat EU, and then, ver- and then G2 is going to beat Version 1 in the winner's semis to get okay. to the winner's finals. Ghost is going to beat Alpine, Envy is going to beat PK, Ghost is going to beat Envy to Ooh. face G2 in the winner's finals. G2 wins the winner's finals over Ghost. Is it going to be a 3-2 um, or is it going to be a sweep? Uh, I think a gentleman's sweep. I think it's a three-one okay. gentleman's sweep. Okay. Um, and then just what I think is going to move forward. I think it's uh, I think it's just going to end up being space station and NRG, and then those are going to fight it out, and then it's going to end up being uh, space station against Ghost in the lower finals, and mm. Ghost with the upset, and then Ghost with the loss. Ooh, interesting. Okay, I'm going to revise my bracket the opposite of Relentlesses. Everything he said there was wrong. <laughs> One of us is going to end this weekend really well. <laughs> Wait, the opposite? Everything. Every single thing. So so he's going Rogue over version 1, uh-huh. EU over uh-huh. G2, yep. and, and Alpine then, over Ghost, PK over Envy. NRG is going to lose. Space Station is going to lose. You know what sucks? KCP is going to beat something. You know what really sucks? If you guys bet on this, the same amount of money... I think Wabbids would make more. He, he'd have the underdog pick. Yeah. And you'd yeah, get, it right. The odds, you'd get it right sure. 60% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Who am I going to choose? Uh, easiest choice of my life. All right. This is Team Envy's time. Okay. Team Envy Ooh. takes it. Uh, they play energy in the finals because, uh, history mm-hmm. and, um, they beat G2 in the semis. So basically you're saying the same thing as me. Anti-relentless brackets. No, because I'm <laughs> saying G2 he said G2 is going to win yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true, true, true. But and your anti-bracket doesn't have a final winner. So, uh, yeah, it does. Well, I don't know what it is. Final winner would have but been, it had one. <laughs> it's either Sonics or KCP. <laughs> KCP is not bad. KCP has a chance. I'll I'll say it. He's he's saying there's a chance. (laughs) He's he's putting eggs in a very specific basket right now. (laughs) KCP takes it. I like. I believe. I believe in the boys. Is this We're gonna Gal- need this uh, is his Galaxy this- Racer pick that's gonna <laughs> upset all of us. <laughs> it might work. I mean, Galaxy Racer did pretty well. Um, okay. Uh this is where I'm already plotting out the uh the uh the Civil War arc, right? The, the Captain America Civil War arc of the podcast, uh where uh Wabbits and Relentless 
tear me apart. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, and then I need. I'm already thinking of uh, how we're gonna get all back together to face the true evil, Ooh. Uh, which is of course Nick Tackler, of right? Because who else would it be? Um, so it's it's all all forming my head. Uh, <laughs> Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I have to say this. This is only to YouTube because the listeners aren't gonna know quite yet. For our next uh, tournament. We have oh, we yes. have to change that up in the way oh. that you're in the way that you realize. Oh, we have to change it. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, I, I'm with you. Yeah, but that also means that oh, things day of like, have to change as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, okay. uh, and we'll 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 find <laughs> we'll find the personnel I mean, to make day of happen. There's only one person. That can cast this right that's what i mean so there is only one person uh-huh mctacular yes and, uh, <laughs> and he's gonna co-cast it with someone who hates to co-cast it that that's that's the uh, that's the wombo mm-hmm. shall we say but so thinking of. I, I think that has to happen <laughs> anybody uh, listening okay let's let's out. plan an episode 100 and an episode um the second year anniversary uh first and then we'll worry about can we even do the second year anniversary first i don't think we can maybe the second year anniversary will be the tournament maybe that's what it'll be that's an idea i like that okay Um, all right so now i've got to switch my next tournament to the two-year anniversary and then the uh the for next month's tournament i have wait realize you already chose something for (laughs) realize already has the dates ready dude he's (laughs) the zero and why i'm just throwing wrench in my whole system here Mm -hmm. that's what i'm here for all right. Well, no. If you want to do that, I already have. I can. I can talk about the next tournament then. That it's not. Oh, gonna, I, It's no. not going to be that. It's going to be something else. Let's not talk about the next tournament. <sighs> let's do episode 100, please. Let's just. <laughs> let's focus on episode 100 next week. Um, and it's it's also because we have to, you know, 7:30. I mean, if you thought this was a disorganized mess, just wait till next week. Um, well, Wabs threw out all of his notes. You just heard him do it. Like, <laughs> They didn't matter anyway. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, you know, it's funny, but I'm really enjoying this, this episode. Uh, so, um, but it, coincidentally, the episodes I enjoy, I don't think most of the listeners enjoy. I think I have a very different taste than the people that actually listen to our show, but who knows? Possibly. Um, 7.30 Eastern time next week on Tuesday, December 1st. Uh, be there. Um, you're going to get to see our faces and uh i hope you enjoyed this uh this amazing it's you know it's an amazing soup you know there's a lot of things that just like don't quite fit but all the interesting flavors make you at least go well that was interesting you know so that's that's how i'm gonna close off this show uh relentless wabbits i thank you so much for uh keeping my energy up definitely um as 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 those who are looking at the time <laughs> the timestamp right right now uh are, are probably quite surprised but that is because um there is in fact an interview that happens before this uh that i was part of so thank you so much for for keeping this uh, crazy train rolling um no i'm not gonna sing crazy train maybe i will on episode 100 It'll who happen. knows um <laughs> thank you so much uh all our listeners for for listening to us regularly uh, we're we're approaching that episode 100 and it's there's been some changes 
I think I think I think we're definitely on a very good path right now. We're building up, um, and and you guys, you know, you guys listening, you guys uh, participating in community events, um, all of you just honestly telling your friends everything. It's always helped us grow. Uh, that's the best way for a show like ours to grow is for you to let other people that play Rock League that might be interested in this also uh, tell them. Um, and on top of that, for our patrons, thank you, thank you so much for your support. Um, extra, extra special shoutouts to uh, the Roll Call tier patrons in JYs, Kevin, Mife, Paint, Tim Chu Barker, Psych Mopko, and Vance, the new edition Vance to our Roll Call tier. Um, you know, we had we had a lot of fun in this episode. Uh, I did at least. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just like. I don't know. Like this is this is the weird because like I'm trying to interpret silence right now, you know. And I don't know how relentless Wabs are feeling, but I'm feeling really good. I hope the uh, the listeners enjoyed it. Um, and maybe I'll end it on this this note. Um, if you have a friend, you know, they enjoy playing video games together with. Okay. Before you uh, before you roast them, okay, tell them how good they are in a video game. Give them some compliments because I think not enough times. Um, People, people un, un, underestimate. They they don't appreciate how good a compliment, how far a compliment can go. So give some compliments to some of your friends that that might you know, they might not get them. They might say they don't want them, but if they're not, if they've never gotten one before, it might surprise them. So That's give so someone cute. a compliment. <laughs> show them show them some love. Show them some care. Um, I, all of us can use some of that. And uh, yeah, I hope all of you have an amazing week. We'll see you live and in living color next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.